This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I definitely don't fuck my own corpse. (laughs) I'm Tom (laughs) Rollins. God damn it, Remington. (laughs) We earned that explicit tag this week. People people are going to be real... Anybody who's not patron is going to be very confused. I'm Remington Chase. I'm Sean Rollins. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, your, your pre-intros used to be clever bits, and now they're just clever to like five people. <laughs> <laughs> and me, because I'm in the room with you. I, it's what we call pandering. Uh, also what we call being horribly unoriginal and unfunny. But what else is new? Oh, goodness. Remington, how you feeling, bud? Um, still, still getting over it. Still. I know. I know it was rough. Uh, your favorite people in WWE didn't do as well as you would have thought. It's, you know it's... what? First of all, uh, so far, WWE is doing great right now. And that is actually a, a beacon of light and joy. By uh, surprisingly, way, considering. I'm a little out of the loop. How did my girl Asuka do? Uh, she She's doing... Uh, decently well. She she is she did uh, lose her championship match uh, the other week, which is which is bullshit. But I will stand by that. Yeah, uh, I I was hoping for a, a WrestleMania program between her and Becky Lynch. It does not look like that's going to happen. But I would love it. That would be great. Uh, this is for all the very few section of our fans who also are into WWE. <laughs> look, if you're shown in trash and you haven't seen WWE, you're missing out. That's all I'm trying to say. It's it's the best form of shonen because there. It, it cuts out all the bullshit. Yeah. Well, sometimes. It well, depends. It, it depends on who's running. Look, Brock Lesnar needs to stop. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and yes, the man is like five times my size and could probably eat me, but he's not going to come after me. I don't have much meat on my bones. But hey, I mean, come come WrestleMania, we got big old Scottish Drew McIntyre showing up, beat Brock Lesnar. I hope that's the case because I don't ever want to see him win again because quite frankly, get he's a heel, but I feel like he should take his heel and just walk away. So uh, I'll be honest, Sean. <laughs> We've we, we've done a good job of alienating most of our audience at this point. I alienated anybody who isn't a patron. Then we further alienated anybody who's not a fan of WWE. So hopefully uh, we can surprise everyone by this these conversations being surprisingly relevant by having an undead wrestling-themed anime. Well, actually... <laughs> No, no. Unfortunately, uh, I don't have that prepared. Uh, There are some wrestling anime, and there's definitely a lot of undead anime, and anime that keep coming back that should really stay dead. (laughs) Uh, But that's besides the point. What I... The anime we're talking about today is... Well, it's complicated, Remington. Oh, god damn it. Uh, I feel like I was a little harsh on you last week. Agreed. Always agree. 10 out of 10, yes. Uh, hilariously, I actually got some emails uh, recently saying, you've been too nice to him lately. Give him a real fuck up. <laughs> Which is great because by the t- when we're recording this, last week's episode has not come out yet. So people are like, I don't know, man. He's shown him a lot of really good stuff lately. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Usually people are trying to defend you saying, I'm too too mean to you, but that's just a matter of perspective. 
recently, I've been quite nice, uh, except for, you know, last week. So, so surely, because you were so mean, now you're back to being surprisingly nice, and it's all okay and good. Well, I suppose that's a matter of perspective. Because, mm. <laughs> Remington, what we're going to talk about today is something that we've treaded over so many times. I don't like where this is going. Okay. And I feel like the time is nigh, because it's one of our most requested things uh, in general. Oh, boy. Uh, it's actually not a very specific uh, request. It's oh. been listed as a request, but it's never been like this one thing in particular hasn't been super shouted out as much as humanly possible. Okay, I'm sufficiently confused. That was the point. Uh, <laughs> I'm as confused as all of our fans were when we were talking about WWE. <laughs> Uh, except for like two people and those two people, you're our favorite. Hell yeah. Uh, uh so, so what the fuck are we doing? Well, Remington, uh, we're going to be talking about a show that is controversial to say the least. Oh no. But it's not controversial in the way we're used to. Usually a controversy on our show is whether or not the show is good or bad, how many people like it or some themes that they handle in the show itself. This one is controversial because it's a capitalist controversy. Oh, okay, here we go. And as we are definitely the most equipped people to talk about government and capitalism <laughs> but and, of course. Uh, you know, fair use and all that. I don't mean to brag, but I have played Monopoly a fair number of times. I, Rem, I knew you hated yourself, but I didn't think it was that much. That is the nature of capitalism, Sean. <laughs> it's a downward spiral of madness <laughs> and collecting $200 every once in a while. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, but no, Remington. Monopoly is not the name of the game and is not the name of a game anybody should ever play ever again. Uh, yeah, that's right, folks. Monopoly is a horrible fucking game. Can, can we just now talk about board games? We, we, we did WWE, now we can do board games. Let's just talk about anything except the anime we're going to do because I would that. I mean, I've got a couple board game anime I could do for you. Interesting. I mean, there's not really uh, very many anime based on board games, but there are a lot of anime about people who play board games. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> no, no, no. I spent too much time preparing it, and people have been asking for it for quite a while, so I figured it'd be time. Uh, because, Remington, we're going to talk about a concept in the anime community that is controversial on a high level. The controversy is whether or not these this type of uh, content should ever be created. Okay. Uh, because some folks uh, say that it's stealing money from uh, uh, studios. Uh, some folks say that it's a over uh it's you know it's a waste of time some people say it's just an excuse to uh, make stupid jokes and I, I i know what we're doing today sean i i i'm i for like the first time i'm like seeing through the matrix i see exactly the inner workings i know what's going on and i know what's going to happen well the thing is remington it's kind of hard to obscure this because it's something i talked to you multiple times about showed it to you in the past though i doubt you remember it because you have the memory of a fucking goldfish uh, but Remington, I want to talk to you today about abridged series. Yes, I, I I have seen like one abridged episode and that was Sword Art Online and that's what I saw and that's all I saw. And I've heard a lot about abridged and how, especially when it takes a terrible show like Sword Art Online, tends to be better in every single way than the terrible show like Sword Art Online. Uh, don't know a ton about abridged series other than that they're generally satirical 
satirical and uh, well-beloved? Uh, 100% of the time they're satirical, Rem, because the whole point of an abridged series is your biggest problem with anime is how fucking much of it there is. Yeah. Uh, an abridged series takes all of that content and just kind of smushes it all together, cutting out a bunch of the fluff and the bullshit, changing the story in certain ways, but not anything so dramatic that it completely removes the point of the story. Uh, but in turns what is originally either like an action, an adventure, a dark, a dark show, a horror show, a comedy show into just a pure satirical comedy show, which is a very fascinating and interesting concept. Uh, and it has been a very popular, uh, fan-based, uh, style of content creation for years. Now, I have a question, because I don't really know this, and this is, like, a super basic question. Is it, like, there's primarily or only, like, one heavy hitter out there who does abridged, or is it more, like, a, a genre that many people do, or are there, like, a couple big ones and then other people sort of try? Like... Uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, okay. so it all really, I'm not gonna say it. It all started, but I will say the most popular group uh, to do a bridge series back in the day was a group by the name of uh, Team Four Star. Okay, good old Team Four Star. Uh, and arguably the most popular bridge series on the internet is uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yep, I've heard of that. Yeah, a uh, very popular. Uh, actually, has sixty episodes, believe it or not. Wow, which is insane, especially considering Dragon Ball Z has more episodes than God. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, that was over ten years ago. Oh wow. Yeah, back when YouTube was first starting up, this was one of the first, like, anime-style content creations that were being dropped. That's wild. Yeah, no. A bridge series have been around for a long time. Someone looked at one of their favorite shows and thought, hey, I like this show. I want to take what I love, make fun of it a little bit, and hopefully entertain other people by taking the core main story beats and just kind of smooshing them all together while inserting a bunch of little jokes and memes and all kinds of things. And that sounds like a very weird, cringy uh, thing that, you know, a bunch of teenagers with, you know, a uh, mild sense of humor would do. But turns out, as long as you know how to write a script and have a decent mind for comedy, an abridged series can be one of the most entertaining uh, parts of a show. It's sort of like how uh, a Numara Chan or even like a Dragon Maid, to a certain extent, satirize a lot of different media and, and different uh, tropes, but they satirize them in, in a loving kind of way. Exactly. More often than not, an abridged series is uh, usually a show made by people who initially love the show or like the show quite a bit or have fond memories of the show. Uh, it's not super frequent that people will make an abridged series of a show that they just outright despise with a passion. Uh, there might be exceptions to that, sure. I don't know the exact uh, opinions of all the content creators out there. But more often than not, the disclaimer at every abridged series is that this is a fan-made parody, and we want you to support the official release. And that's where the controversy comes in, Remington, because making a bridge series is essentially taking the animation from an anime and dubbing over it and editing over it. And companies aren't a big fan of that, uh, so much so that uh, some of the biggest abridged series have been taken down and re-uploaded multiple times. Uh, you can't monetize them, obviously, because it's not exactly fair use. But yet we'll still want to make them because that's a interesting way of showing love and appreciation for a show you enjoy. Dragon Ball Z is one of the most popular and greatest shows of all time in terms of anime. 
it's definitely shown its age. And people like the folks at uh, TFS uh, spent years, uh, over a decade, taking their one of their favorite uh, IPs of all time and turning it into a comedy show while still hitting the heart and love across uh, for the fans. Uh, and I think that's an amazing thing, and lots of uh, people are in agreement. Uh, so an abridged series is a very interesting and fantastic phenomena. Uh, what you said earlier about whether it's just a few really big people and a few really, or a couple of really good people and some really bad people, and or it's just a thing that people do, it's a mixed bag. As soon as, like, people like uh, Team Four Star and uh, Takahata 101, who's uh, technically a member of Team Four Star, he made Helsing abridged, uh, okay. uh with Team Four Star. As, uh, the other thing is all these bridge series folks they kind of are interconnected you'll see uh, you'll catch some really top tier voice acting from all these different channels melded into single projects they're like group fan anime projects that are fantastic all right so it's an incestuous industry but in a good way in a good way <laughs> yeah because you know that's the one thing that we promote here on our podcast <laughs> Healthy incest. Fair, I mean, it, here, here's my hot take. Possible. <laughs> From a medical or mental standpoint? Uh, both. However, unlikely. Uh, so, possible but unlikely. And so, still maintain the rule of thumb, don't fuck your sister. Possible but likely. Isn't that the name of your autobiography? Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> But Remington, a bridge series are wonderful. Most people will agree with that. Uh, some people are actually, people who don't like them are usually paid by the corporations to not like them. <laughs> Goddamn uh, or, corporate or they're not, Or they're not allowed to say because, you know, a lot of times uh, popular voice actors will get asked what they think of an abridged series, which is an interesting thing to ask somebody because if you're a dub voice actor and somebody took the thing that you got paid for and made new content with it, then people, then it's a, you're kind of in an interesting place where you are technically hired to make this content and someone has taken that content using your role and uh, turning it into something strange and parody. Thankfully, most people seem to be okay with that, but there are some big names that kind of have to be like, I cannot outright say I support this because of, of course. you know. See, I, I, as, as we all know, I, I adore America and thus by proxy, I must adore capitalism. That's, oh, that's uh, how it works. I don't uh -huh. make the rules. Uh, however, in, in this regard, definitely, uh, fuck the corporations, power to the people, create new shit. And to any of our fans, if you ever want to, uh, take anything we create or do and transform it to your own purposes, feel free. <laughs> yeah, no, as long as you credit us with where you got the audio from, we don't care. People have done yeah. that in the past and we found it amusing and hilarious. Yeah, and a, a, a couple of you guys have made some funny shit. Like, seriously, uh, just snipping together things we say, as long as you guys give us credit and you know, not make us sound like Nazis. I feel like that is the idea. Yeah, that's another asterisk. Please don't make us sound like Nazis. <laughs> yeah, or anything Nazi adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but bridge series, man, I love them to death. They are fantastic. They are wonderful. And well, all of this raises the question: Which bridge series are we going to be jumping into? Dragon Ball Z was one of the first and one of the most popular. Uh, Sword Art Online is one that you briefly showed me a little bit of. There are plenty of others out there. Yeah, there are several, several out there. There's 
another thing I want to say uh, that I love about a British series is sometimes they come up with clever names. Oh, yeah. Like there's a anime called Free uh-huh. and there's an abridged series for it. Uh, it's called 50% Off. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, that tickled me pink. Uh, if we ever cover Free, we might come back and do uh, 50% Off because it's amusing. Uh, Helsing Abridged is really good. Uh, Sword Art Online Abridged is really good. Uh, fucking, you know, Dragon Ball Z Abridged goes without saying is very, very good. I mean, they created a whole, like, conglomerate of voice actors who enjoy making funny things. So, I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But today, Remington, it wouldn't make much sense for us to do any of those because of the abridged series that are out there of shows that we've covered, there's only one that really makes sense for us to cover first if we're going to cover an abridged series. Ah, yes, but of course. And it's one that you've seen the first episode of. Okay. I want to talk to you about something witty entertainment's uh, sort Sword Art Online abridged. All right, I'm down. Because amazingly, they make Sword Art Online fucking good. Which is not an easy feat. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what their original opinions of the show are, but you can tell that they understand that it's not good. (laughs) And they take all of the bad shit and turn it into a wonderful and fantastic story with lots of really funny goofs, some a bit dated, because after all, these things take years to produce. Oh, of course. But all in all, uh, Something Witty Entertainment is probably one of my favorite uh, creators out there. Uh, And they actually recently uh, have been going into the second half of the first season of Sword Art Online. They've actually had the full first uh, half of the first season, all the stuff in actual SAO, uh, completely done. Wow. And it's a full character art, and they got rid of so much bullshit that I I can honestly say it's I like Sword Art Online in that regards. I mean, I, I a lot of these different things, uh, especially those with interesting concepts that utterly shit the bed with them, like Sword Art Online, I think something like an abridged is absolutely perfect because you're able to take those interesting ideas and jettison the bullshit. <laughs> exactly, and jettison it they do. Or, in some cases, highlight it to such an extent that you can't help but laugh your fucking ass off. And they also started doing a My Hero Academia abridged as well, which I'm all for. Oh yeah, 100%. Because I love My Hero Academia, and it would be good to see what they do with a show that they probably also really enjoy. Uh, but for right now, we're going to talk about SAO abridged. Uh, and the easiest, there's not much for me to explain. It, it, you've seen SAO. You, I, I, you have the general idea of how it goes. It's been seared into your skull, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Uh, so there's not much preamble I can do here, but I will start by getting your hopes up. Oh, that's always a dangerous game. It is. Kirito is one of the best characters in this series. Oh, that's that's a bold... Kirito is the benchmark of bland bitch protagonists. So to have a, a Kirito who is not that, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a trip. Asuna is fantastic. Oh, okay. Asuna showed potential, and then she was completely negligible. Remember the arc that involves the, oh, the Midnight Black Cats, you know, in episode three where Kirito joins a guild and then the girl dies and oh, then it yeah. tra- traumatizes him for the rest of the series, except it doesn't? Yeah, that's, that was real dumb. Matters throughout the whole series. Oh my God. And with those three things, plus many others, uh, Klein is great, but Klein was arguably the best part about SAO originally <laughs> anyways. Uh, <laughs> they changed his name though, which is fucking great. Uh, and all of the characters have proper motivations. Right. And, oh, first of all, they're all assholes. Uh, I mean, that, that perfect. And they're aware that they're assholes. Good. And that's what makes them good characters. And you'll actually get to see character development and uh, funny jokes and, and interesting new dynamics. And they get rid of all of the things that ruined SAO in the first well, place. Let's see if, if they can pull off the miracle. So, Rem, without further ado, let's go watch some Sword Art Online Abridged. Abridged. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming, I can't really say a year here because it's been going on for several, uh, <laughs> but Something Witty Entertainment's uh, amazing uh, Sword Art Online of Bridge. We've consumed a whole 11 episodes, which encompasses the entire first half of the first season of the original anime. And Remington, what do you think, buddy? Well, this is the first time I have ever consumed a considerable amount of Sword Art Online and not wanted to immediately off myself. Well, that's impressive, considering how many people off themselves in the show. It's a bit more, uh, bit more positive. That that being said, it definitely did raise some some like PTSD like flashbacks at times, where I was just reminded of how bullshit Sword Art Online is. Because of course I I remember, yeah, of course it's super bullshit at all times. But it's been a while since I have seen the first arc and. Oh boy, revisiting some of those things, even satirically, holy shit, it was bad. It's amazing how much you thought you forgot, but realized you didn't. It was just latent. It was just under some dirt and grime, and then we've uncovered it, and oh god. Yeah, you just have echoes of Sachi. Oh god. Butt shots. All kinds of So many things. butt shots. Like, in, in my memory, like, I've criticized every single time how horny Sword Art Online is, uh, but I still somehow forgot how horny Sword Art Online was. Like, when I think about it, of course, yeah, it, it's a horny show. Don't remember how horny it was. It was very horny. My favorite uh, in, that comes to mind is during the uh, quote-unquote murder mystery, oh, where there's supposed to be a character that's very upset and grieving, and then it cuts to a, a wide shot of Kirito, but in the entire right-hand side of the screen, you see her perfectly shaped ass. Yeah, yeah, and that's just, like, the, the whole point of that little bit. I mean, we'll we'll get to that specific arc. In fact, we may as well address it now. Let's face it: if you are if, if you are interested in the abridged, then you you have already seen Sword Art Online, presumably, or you don't give a shit about spoilers. So, if if, if you're angry that we spoil something in this. I gotta, I gotta question your priorities. Uh, yeah, because it's definitely not about uh, the story as much as it is about fixing the fucking mess Recky left behind. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned like the murder mystery, which I remember in in the show itself, it showed a little bit of promise and then fucked it all up as a sort on online tradition. Uh, the conclusion for this, the for the murder mystery in the abridged is better thought out and more well done. They made just a couple of slight changes and it made much more sense. And there were many moments like that where they would keep the general direction of it, right? And sometimes they would just call out the absurdity uh, in a way that totally works. Other times they would slightly change the absurdity to then just make it make goddamn sense. Or at the very least, entertain you so much that you don't care. Yeah, 
like, without a doubt, Sword Art Online Bridged is objectively better than its source material, I would be flabbergasted to find many, if any at all, people who, who disagree with that, who are like, Sword Art Online is amazing. The Abridged? Oh no, that's trash. Like, even if you love Sword Art Online, you will, you should also love The Abridged. It only makes sense to me. Yeah, so that's the funny thing about Abridged series is it's kind of a very positive return. A lot of people love Abridges so much that a lot of times they prefer to watch them over the original show sometimes, which can be a little problematic when you're, you know, a big fan of a show, but all you keep thinking about is the abridged version. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z abridged uh, suffers from this immensely. I say suffers from, but let's just say that if you've consumed DBZ abridged multiple times, it's a little hard to go back and watch normal DBZ <laughs> yeah. unless you have a deep-seated love for it like so many do. Yeah, and something else that I, I noticed for a while, even with having seen a little bit of Abridged before, my sort of mentality was that, well, in Abridged, you just cut out some fluff bits and then you dub over uh, some lines, right? But that's, and it is that, but it's not only that. Something that I think is the number one most important thing, but could almost be forgotten in a weird way, despite that fact, is the editing. And the editing in Sword Art Online Abridged is really solid, not just for what they cut, but also what they add, what they change, uh, both with their very clever cutting, because not it won't even just go like chronologically shot to shot all the time, uh, but also then the all the visual stuff that they add, sometimes very overt, sometimes actually pretty subtle, and almost always very well done. Yeah, a bridge series uh, are often thought of as being uh, funny redubs. But really the fact that they are masterpieces of editing, like they are exactly what you would expect a really good editor to be capable of doing with a source material. And it's phenomenal what people will do with that. Uh, like even in the very early stages of a bridge series, the, the minimalistic editing and minor cut-ins of other images and other scenes is phenomenal. Even something as simple as pasting a character's head onto another movie scene and having it follow along can be a hilarious joke in a bridge in a bridge series. Yeah, and with Sword Art Online abridged, it very much still is the Kirito show, right? But actually, goddamn works because uh, to, this was sort of uh, mentioned in the first half. But to go further into it, we have of course Kirito and Asuna, and they're the main two, right? Uh, and in this. They're, they're total assholes, which it could easily be argued they were total assholes beforehand as well, uh, but it wasn't acknowledged. But now it's leaning into it, acknowledging, going even further. But despite being much worse people, they are way more likable because no longer is the show trying to present things as a perfect Mary Sue. Rather, it's presenting them as assholes. It presents them authentically. And that makes them infinitely more likable, infinitely more interesting, and much more engaging. No longer do we find fall into the same exact shit time and time again. Rather, Kirito doesn't start as the single purest human to ever walk this God's green digital wonderland. If I, anything, he is the biggest uh, cunt. Yeah, he's, he's a terrible person and everyone, is, everyone can admire his qualities, 
but also hates him, which is way more interesting than, wow, he is the most talented man alive and everybody wants to fuck him. Like, okay, sure, whatever. But when it's, he's ridiculously talented and oh God, get him the fuck out of here. That's way more interesting, that juxtaposition, as well as that actually allows some genuine growth. Sword Art Online Abridged has way more character growth than Sword Art Online. What did I tell you, man? I told you Kirito was kind of the best character in the show. It's absolutely crazy. And it's also boosted by the very strong writing. The writing is super powerful because one of the things that I think a lot of people would be tempted to do if they were to create an abridged or something in the same style, they want it to be nonstop jokes, nonstop satire, nonstop parody. And that can work, but it's going to be, it's going to have a, a rougher shelf life. It, it's not going to uh, be able to preserve itself as long. Whereas Sword Art Online Abridged, it, it has so many jokes, so many ridiculous moments. It's packed full of them. Undeniably, it is a comedy, but you also have moments of just characterization. You have characters who don't exist solely for jokes, but rather they exist to help tell the story and help the other characters as well. Uh, and that is far more engaging. And then that allows the jokes to actually have proper setup, which is uh, a very subtle thing, but uh, something that I think should be uh, acknowledged and admired with Sword Art Online Abridged. Very much so. And what I love the most about a good abridged series, Remington, is you can tell the creators care so much that they're willing to have the slower human moments and let the tragedy sink in. For example... We talked about how uh, Kirito's original guild in episode three or whatever of the show is pointless, forgettable, and horrible. But in Sword Art Online Abridged, it has an effect throughout the entire series, and you actually kind of really feel bad for the characters that are actually people in that. And one of the things that really, really helps with the whole Sachi bullshit, uh, in SAO, the source... They try to make it a big deal, and it just does not feel like one. Meanwhile, in Abridged, it doesn't really pretend that it's the biggest deal ever, but it's a big deal to Kirito, right? And so it acknowledges, yeah, Kirito, he, he's being a bit unreasonable right now, but it allows itself to acknowledge that so that you're able to care because it's not that it was the most meaningful thing objectively, but somehow it still got to this, this psychopath who feels no emotions or empathy. It somehow still got to him. And so it, it's part of, of his emotional makeup, regardless of whether it's the most reasonable or rational. And just that difference in presentation of, wow, this is so intense and serious and you should obviously care so much about it, to, yeah, it's a bit dumb, but it's important to him. That difference is so powerful because now it actually goddamn matters. And let's be honest, we start with complete sociopathic, psychopathic, horrible asshole Kirito. We get that throughout the whole show, but by the end of the Sword Art Online arc, Kirito actually has emotions and actually feels like a human character. 
And, and that is matched, of course, with Asuna, who is like an asshole, but in a different kind of way. It's not just two asshole Kirito types characters uh, together. It's a different kind of asshole that plays very well off of Kirito. Uh, the best way to describe it that I can think of is it's a shift from uh, half-assed Sundare to full-fledged Yandere. <laughs> yeah, and just so much, so much better. Uh, it, it's a, a much appreciated change. It also made Asuna feel properly important in the show rather than just as a side bitch who's just there to show that Kirito can fuck anything he wants. Which is amazing considering that she gets the most screen time in that first arc and we're supposed to start thinking of her in that way initially and then you get the... Fairy dance arc, which goes very downhill, but they and, and then and then you get the uh, the gun arc, where she's not there at all. Yeah, where it just <laughs> sort of forgets about her. Uh, it, it'll occasionally be like, oh wait, but she's important, remember? And it's like, no, no, uh, no. We care mostly about Sinon's uh, tight shorts in that uh, uh, series. <laughs> oh god, but yeah. So it's just better with the writing, with the characters, with the growth, development, relationships. In almost every single regard, I believe it to be objectively better. And right offhand, uh, b before we start to sort of wind down, there's like three moments that stick out in my mind. Oh, good. I was going to ask you for your favorite jokes, and I want to hear this. Oh, yeah, because there are some really good jokes in there, really solid comedy if you've seen Sword Art Online, uh, and, and maybe even if you haven't, you will find a lot to laugh about here. I showed it to uh, someone who had never seen Sword Art Online, and she thought it was hilarious, so... At one bit, uh, we, we there's the, there's a shopkeeper character, right? Yep, uh, Tiffany, as he's called. Good old Tiffany. And at one point, uh, he we were shown him and Asuna together, and Asuna is horribly racist. <laughs> um, just terribly racist in a hilarious fashion. And it's not a malicious racism. No, not at all. Uh, it's a woefully ignorant, trying hard not to be racist, but is failing horribly at it. Yeah, it would be a very much like, uh, no, see, I totally think you're just like us. Black people can also be normal people. And you're like, what, do, what does that mean, though? Like that type where you're like, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but the, mm, you, you're in bad territory. That was a, a phenomenal moment. Yeah. Uh, another moment was with uh, Liz, who, uh, if I remember correctly, Liz was uh, my favorite side hoe in, in the first arc of that is correct, Online. Yes. Uh, and and she, she has some really solid moments as well. I really enjoyed, uh, at one point, she needs to start smithing the sword, and it shows this ludicrous minigame that has a bunch of different parts to it that are completely unrelated, and it's over-the-top and ridiculous. Really solid editing through that bit as well. It starts out like this Guitar Hero minigame that no one else can hear or see. There's a, a Tekken bit mixed in with it, as well as a couple other video games minigame styles. It was just really, really enjoyable. And it's punctuated by the animation of her just hitting the thing over and over and over again at the exact same rate. Yeah, and it, like the their ability to edit that and make it so strong, beautiful, delightful. But possibly my favorite joke came towards the very end. Uh, because at the very end, of course, we get the reveal about who the, the main head honcho is. 
Yeah, the leader of the Knights of the Blood Oath was Kayaba Akihiko all the whole time. Yeah, what what a surprise. Uh, and doing that, and then he he kills Asuna, right? And uh, through this through this whole last bit, I, I was suppressing my urge to go back into self-loathing just because the memories, good God, that first arc ended her horrendously. But Asuna dies, and uh, Kirito holding her in his arms, and she just tells him, now you can cry for me. Yes, cry your little bitch tears. And that was beautiful. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, it was it was just such a, a proper moment, because first, it, it shows a sincere, authentic connection between them at this point. It feels believable based on their, their newer characters, and also, in a weird way, heartfelt, while also just being hilarious. Yeah. And out of fucking nowhere. It was a really great moment. What's really fascinating is right after that, you're like, oh shit. You know, the oh shit feeling you're supposed to have when a major character gets yeah. And you actually really kind of feel pressed inside watching Kirito lifelessly swing his sword at this guy who just killed his wife. And I'm like, that's the feeling I'm supposed to feel during the original series. They also, like, they made Yui not a terrible thing. Oh, yeah. Arguably uh, which... the worst part of the entire series, they turned her into something very entertaining. Yeah, just all around, they they did so solidly in every element. I, I, I hope, I can only hope that most other bridges can even be a tenth of this quality because this has shown so strongly what an abridged series can be, and it nails it on every single front. Yeah. One day we'll get to uh, DBZA abridged because, uh, believe it or not, Remington, that actually uh, officially ended recently. Ooh. Uh, they ended it on the Cell arc. I don't know how much you remember from Dragon Ball. Uh, I, I was familiar with it when I was really young. Cell yeah. was my homie, especially in the video games. Right. I kicked ass as Cell. Arguably one of the best arcs in the entire series, especially with the ending. And they ended it after 60 episodes and over 10 years of running. I think they recently, it was recently 12 years was the anniversary from uh, when they all started. All right, well, uh, time to make some enemies on your behalf, Sean. Uh, which one is better, Sword Art Online abridged or Dragon Ball Z abridged? I'm not going to fall for that. No, you that got reason. the people want to know. I am a man of the people. I am speaking for the people. The people want to know whether you agree with their specific opinion or whether they're going to burn you alive. And it, it'll be a bit of both no matter how you answer. So what well, one's better, Sean? Purely for the sake that one is complete, I'm going to go with DBZA. You, you see those excuses? You see the excuses come up? He's trying to be like, oh, but maybe if the other one was complete, maybe I'd say the other one. This, this half-ass cowardice answer right here. The people will not be pleased with, with your 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 evasion, Sean. I like them both equally, I'll be honest. No, but... that's, e that's even worse. This is bullshit. The people don't believe it. Yeah, what else are you going to throw at me? It's not like, you know, you can have an opinion on this because you've only seen one of them. <laughs> exactly. That means I'm exempt and that means I'm safe from the, the people's scorn for now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to get to Dragon Ball and that'll be a fucking trip, uh, to say the least. <laughs> my, see, in, in my childhood, I was a big fan. However, now, knowing my taste, it is You're gonna fucking hate classic it. shonen. You're going to fucking hate it. Yeah, the, classic shonen is my least favorite category of all anime uh, besides, like, sister fucking. The, those two are, are the bottom of the barrel. So 
We'll see if childhood nostalgia will be ever be able to beat out on modern day cynicism. Uh, it's just that you hate fun. That's the only thing. <laughs> uh, very clearly. Uh, but all in all, Remington, SAO abridged, fucking phenomenal, great storytelling, great writing, great characters, great goofs, goofs that I have repeated to many of my friends in real life because that's never annoying. Uh, and I just love it so much and I'm excited to see where they go from here because so far they've gotten uh, two or three episodes of the fairy dance arc out and they're fucking great. I just want to see where they go from here because if they can salvage the worst fucking arc in the series, then I am going to be a happy, happy man. <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see if they're able to do that monumental feat. But it looks like it's in good hands. Yeah, and for now, Remington, I guess I just have to ask one simple question: Would you ever want to go watch some more Sao Bridge with me sometime? Uh, gladly, especially if it's a replacement for actual Sao. No promises. Oh fuck. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy listening to our random uh, banterings and uh, insane ramblings on the weird tidbits of comedy, because explaining jokes is the funniest way to talk about jokes, uh, I have a few suggestions for you. Just a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, we have a Patreon. And Remington, we should really thank those involved with that Patreon. Of course we should, Sean. You don't have the list, do you? You know what, Sean? I obviously... All right, no. Get out of the chair. Get out of that chair. Don't sit on the bench. Don't sit on the goddamn bench. Ooh, you're in trouble. God fucking damn it, Remington. Daddy's bad. Please never call me that. I, I I would like to reiterate, I was obviously prepared. Uh, you were just, prepared to have me step in for you? I, I just thought that the people want to hear from Dylan more than they want to hear from Remington. It's a nice change once in a while. Just because that's true doesn't mean you have an excuse to get out of your bullshit. Uh, uh, get out of it. Uh, this, is, this is not an excuse for my unpreparedness. This is, once again, for the people. I, I'm going to double down. I am a man of the people. I'm giving the people what they want. A man of the people who just admitted you were unprepared. No, no, it's not. I said it wasn't for that reason. Mm -hmm. So uh, let, let's hear our, our lovely patrons. Starting off at our Yandere waifu tier, we have Zarix, Uliana, Ultimate 5401, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Rich Huffnagel, Leos123, Kazoo Muriko, Cassidy Justin, Jacob Livingston, Hood, Hayden Lecker, Grant Firetype, Glenn Michael Dolan, Farmer Weeb, and Miles to Go. And then next up on our Boy Wizard tier, we have Brady Weinbarger. And then at our Chef No Musco tier, we have Saint and the Almighty Sinner. Okay, Remington, you can sit back in the chair now. Yay, I'm I'm not punished anymore. No, you're still punished. No, it's just a punished. different kind of punished. Oh man. My favorite part is the fact that of how uh we got we got a lot of messages like on the Discord saying, You were really mean to him last week, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you were. But I also got a lot of emails saying you've been too nice to him lately. No, that's that's the perpetual thing with our, our emails is we, we have so many that are like, you've been real nice to Remington lately. Uh, some some are like, you've been you've been too nice to him lately. Heard him. Some are like, you, I, I think you should go easy on him. Uh, though even the ones that are like, you should go easy on him are often like, but if you don't, then here's a, here's a suggestion to fuck him up. Uh, but if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. We skipped my review part. 
Fuck your review part. They know if they love us, they will review us. They know it in their hearts, Sean. They just have to understand that uh, paying us money is not the only way to support us. We also love it when you send us emails and when you leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting platform. There we go. We fucked up this outro nice and good. Take it away, Sean. Oh, thank you, buddy. I love it when you fuck things up for me. But, and without further ado, guys, thank you all once again for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Da, 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 da.